Sheik happens, y'all, but we got this. Natalie Riddell, Commander and Sheik, here with my sister cousin Jane. Hey, y'all. We had to sneak up on this one. It's late because we, we just had to sneak up. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> Bring the heat, girl. Bring it. You know, sometimes we have to procrastinate. Contagious. And- <laughs> Actually, that is chronic, degenerative, and contagious. Procrastinating. One- we get overwhelmed with 48-hour, six-hour there and back trips. <laughs> Yeah, And we had to sneak up on this one. That's all, this this, all there this, is to it. This is uh, sneaking up. Also, every day is Blur's Day. So we're not technically late because. Mer's Day sending- or Blur's Day. Mer's Day or Blur's Day. I mean, it's one of right, those. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and is it a weekend? I don't know. Right. I-, I can't. I don't know the- either. Mary Jane said to me today, I was like, come on, get ready for school. She said, I thought it was a weekend. I said, me too, babe. Come on. <laughs> You're like, but hold on. And I'll it- let me look on my phone for the third time and find out. Yeah. It's just yeah. the weirdest. Okay. Can I, can I, may I have a moment? Yes, please do. Two things. Okay. One, everybody's already saying it's boring. I don't know why I need to say it, but I do. And you and I have been already said it already, but to each other. While I was there, it is amazing how difficult it is to get stuff done in this pandemic. Yes. I have, I have never felt so sort of paralyzed and unmotivated about stuff in a time when I can't be that way. But I mean, it is truly one of those things. I, I see what other, I see people post and I hear people say it, but I don't really know. All I can really say is for myself. And I just am shocked at how much that whole, like, if I have, when I have time, I will do this. Um, right. No, Mm-mm. I am barely unloading. The, I'm actually proud of myself. If I get the dishwasher unloaded mm-hmm. um, and maybe move, do a load of laundry and right. kind of keep up with my Instagram stories and maybe we podcast. Yep. Now the li- doing the lives every day that takes up some time. But really, yeah. Jane, if I did what I just said, I would feel like I'm winning. All I eat is junk food. Mm-hmm. Do I exercise? No. no. Do I know that's like the number one key thing to keeping me sober and mentally well? Absolutely. Have mm-hmm. I done it? I mean, what the first three days of quarantine? Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't know. What my deal is Jane. Yeah. Well, it's everybody's deal. Everybody's it's just, in the same deal. But it sucks because it's like it, do- it does. It's hard. Like, I I mean, I know I struggle with mental health things, but I also, because of that, can tell when it's like a depression Mm -hmm. thing versus like that maybe like it would be how if I didn't have mental illness things that you still Mm -hmm. have ups and downs and I can kind of tell what's more of like maybe a circumstantial up and down. Mm -hmm. Um. And not as much of a chemical thing. Um, and I would say I feel like my anxiety and depression and all that is okay. That This is more of like a circumstantial thing. Yeah. And it's just hard not to be brought down and overwhelmed by all the things. Yes. That just is constant static, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. Um, but even the things like it's getting on my nerves. Like my hair looks like crap. Yeah, my nails look like I look like a field hand. <clears throat> I mean, I, I've gained ten pounds. I'm, no, honestly, Jane, I'm I'm scared. I'm not going to get on the. The only way I think I can deal with it is like I did after Christmas, 
when I took a picture of what the scale said mm-hmm. so that I could look back after I got on track. Cause I could, like, I knew if I saw what I had gained that I would like downward spiral and I would downward spiral and get worse because I know myself enough to know that's the only way I think I'm going to be able to get on the scale now Mm -hmm. after working so hard well I did I did um I had to take my extensions out because they were literally falling out one by one and also they're expensive and I don't want to leave them in too long and you know the longer they grow out the more chance that they're going to get like caught by my brush when I'm brushing them and stuff and then they're wrecked <clears throat> and, just, and they're yeah, expensive. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, better to take them out and put them aside until I can get back in and they can maintenance them. And, you know, I want to extend the life of them, not wreck them and have to buy new ones when it's time to go back in. And so I took them out and literally had an emotional breakdown over, I mean, my, which is so dumb because it's such a superficial thing, but my, my hair is like a recovering sick patient. And, and and honestly, that's what I am. It's from all the surgeries and everything. It's so, I have the thinnest hair. And I mean, it just, it is what it is, but it's, again, it's stupid. It's like, why are all the little things like, but they don't feel like little things. They don't, they don't. And it's just hard to kind of shake it. Yep. Plus you're, you're stuck at home. Yeah. So it's like, you can't even really get a change of scene. I don't know. I've, I'm, I feel sort of disappointed in myself. I'm trying not to yep. beat myself up because there's no reason for it. Um, I mean, there's nothing good that comes out of it. It's not like it's motivating me because I'm beating myself right. up, but it's not like it's getting me to do anything. I just well, really one good thing. I think one good thing is. Honestly, so many people are struggling with the same things. Um, We were really behind on Mary Jane's work just because I was trying so hard to get caught up with Jack and Sam that it was like, listen, I I don't have time for kindergarten right now. And then I didn't even want to address Mary Jane's work because I felt like I was so behind and I didn't want to ask for help because I'm like, then they're going to know how behind I am. Mm -hmm. So I just talked to her teacher today and she was like, listen. You do not need to worry about it. Just, I'm happy to do whatever to help y'all. Like, this is hard for everybody. You are not the only one struggling. Um, and it is okay. Like, everything is. And and I think instead of trying to hide how much we're struggling, to just be like, hey, we're struggling and this is hard, you actually realize it's okay. Like, that's actually okay. And it's more work to try and hide it. and because I feel like that's what I've been doing is trying to pretend like everything's okay. Right. When actually it's not okay. Like things are stressful and people are behind and they're, we're not able to get everything done. And life is not what we plan for it to be this spring and summer. And we and don't probably know when fall. <laughs> right. I we mean, don't know I, when I, we're going to come out of it. And it's the year that wasn't like, I genuinely think, I mean, I don't know that it'll ever be exactly like it was. Um, but I can't imagine things feeling all that much more normal till next year. Yeah. Like 2021. I feel like 2020 is like not, a th- it's like the year that wasn't, I mean, right. it really, it is, it's wild. It is wild. Anyway, I don't, I what hate, if, yeah, go ahead. No, you go. You hate what? I was going to say, I just, I don't, 
I hate to harp on it. And it's right. like, but at the same time, you kind of need to talk about it. Yeah. Well, one thing that was good for me too is um, I, I encourage people to talk about it and to say, even if it feels like stupid little things, you know, like, hey, my kids aren't going to get to do swim team this year and they're going to be devastated by it. And that's not what our summer looked like. And maybe that seems like a, you know, really frivolous thing, but everybody has those little frivolous things. I mean, hair extensions, frivolous. Let's, I mean, that, that's but a they thing. all also are one thing of 50 keep, frivolous things. It's like yeah. by the, every time, you know, you sort of get to a point where you're like, okay, that does it. Yes. I forgot about swim team. Well, and then like it's like you, all the other stuff. Adds you up. reach the point where the straw, this is the straw that breaks the camel's back, yeah. but the straws keep coming too. So right. the, the camel's back is broken. We've gotten all the straw. Every little thing has fallen, but there's still more little things. And so it's hard and it's okay that it's hard. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's a struggle. And the best way we can support each other is by, being honest about it, being honest about it, and and then stopping and being encouraging to each other, and reminding each other that hey, we, you're right, it is hard, and that does suck, and um, you know, it's okay that that feels like it sucks. It's okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. You know, but you who are complaining or whatever. There's nothing wrong with you. There's a lot going on in the world. And people always want to say, you know, oh, well, these are first world problems. Um, And there are a lot of first world. I mean, hair extensions are beyond first world problems, you know, and all the other things. But it's still okay. It's just because they're just because they don't seem like deep, you know, you're not dealing with hunger or whatever those are real issues and those are real issues that we need to be focused on. But also if you aren't able to acknowledge your struggles in your life, whether they're first world problems, third world problems, whatever you will collapse in on yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not okay not to be able to acknowledge them. Right. And at least to acknowledge them. And then you feel like you have that weight lifted and you can move on, you know? Well, and you know what you and I were talking about too, when I was just there is, like I was saying to you, one thing I can't get my mind wrapped around is just because of the, it's like quality and quantity. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's extremely hard, but it also goes on forever. So it's that whole like sprinting a marathon. And like yeah. I was saying to you yesterday, I think I was like, Jane, like the what I can't even get my mind around is that people keep saying we haven't even gotten to the worst. And I'm like, surely we've peaked. I mean, it felt like two weeks ago, that must have been the peak and things should be on the mend. Where this comes from, I don't know. But this is just like in my mind where I'm like, we can't, it can't get keep getting worse. Like, aren't we already at the worst? Right. Isn't it? Aren't we at a point where it would start, there'd be a break and we'd start getting things under control? So right. it just, that part feels so weird. Like I'm kind of like not in mentally in line with the fact that we haven't even reached the worst point. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, pandemics are hard. Pandemics are hard. Well, I'm going to tell a little, um, <laughs> my struggle, my, my specific struggle this morning is I'm having to teach Mary Jane K5 how to tell time. And let me tell y'all something. There is a reason why 
my kids are sent to school and not homeschooled. There is a reason why we made that decision. And Mm -hmm. that is solely based on me (laughs) and my ability. And I I truly do not have the patience for it. It, Mm -hmm. It's, it gets frustrating to me. It's especially something like telling time. It's like, well, it's just this. Just why don't you get that? I don't understand. Um, <clears throat> and so anyways, we used to have, do you know those Judy clocks? Have I told this story before? I don't, no, I don't know what's a Judy clock. Okay. Judy clock is like a kid's. It's like one of those big yellow analog clocks that the kids can like move the hands mm-hmm. and you practice telling time and stuff. Well, we used to have one. Someone gave us one. But we don't have one anymore, and I'll tell you why. But anyways, I was like, um, well, I'll tell you now. Well, no, I'll tell you in a minute. But the um, we went, uh, so I was like, you know what would be helpful is, I tried to look up some videos online just for her to watch, but it would be helpful if we had a Judy clock. Like, we have no analog clocks in our house. Everything is digital. And Wait, so I is thought. Is analog the fancy word for a clock with a face? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Just in case somebody doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was so what sweet I mean, of you. I'm just trying to think about other people. That's, you know what? You are always so selfless. I'm, I'm like that girl. <laughs> Carry on. So she's getting frustrated because it doesn't make sense. And I don't feel like I have any real tangible way to sit down and explain it to her. Like I have no, I could draw something out on a sheet of paper, but actually having the clock would be helpful. And so I was like, well, let me get on Amazon. Done. They have them on Amazon, but it's not going to be here for three weeks. And, right. and I can wait for three weeks to teach her how to tell time. That's fine. But I, it that's stressful to me to know, okay, she's got all of this telling time work to do. And we're going to have to put that aside until I get the clock. Because my abilities are, you know, don't reach beyond being able to have tangible things. So we used to have this little store in Greenville called school spot and it's all like teacher resources homeschool resource any kind of curriculum or any you know resources you need they have it flashcards candles what not candles (laughs) counters um mat like anything anything Mm -hmm. you can think of that's like school related stickers all that kind of stuff and so I was like gosh I bet they're closed but that's the only place I could think of that would have a Judy clock. So I called them this morning. They're open. Yay. And I was like, you know what? If I hadn't really sat here and tried to think through, I would have never thought about school spot being open. And that's amazing that they're open because so many, I mean, everybody's doing remote learning right now. So I, I, I even want to like post it up on my Instagram for my friends and be like, hey, if y'all are struggling like we are with Judy Clock, school spots open and Sam lost his multiplication and division flashcards. So we haven't been able to do that. Um, I was having him sit and make multiplication and division cards, but school spots open. So That's I'm going to awesome. go and get them there. And she even set me up a time. She's like, you'll be the only one shopping. We, um, we'll have gloves. If you can just like not touch as much as you're in here. If you have a mask to wear, if not, we have masks. I said, no, I've got a mask to wear. So they're being really careful and they're trying to stay open as long as they can. And honestly, since everybody's having to remote learn, I think of it as an essential business. I mean, we, we need to have those resources to teach the kids. Okay. So I'm really excited about that because after we record, I'm going to get a Judy clock. But here's why we don't have a Judy clock. Jack was this really smart little kid. He memorized, he had, 
he still does. He has a ridiculous memory. When he was little, he like taught himself how to read. When he was two, he, and it honestly scared me. I don't, I don't like things that don't make sense to me. That scares me. And so, um, like I bought, he loved letters and I like, this was when, oh my gosh, Natalie, this was when he was like, before he was two, I bought him those little like magnetic letters that you play with on the Mm -hmm. refrigerator Mm -hmm. and he would make words be like dog, God. That's awesome. And I would be like, Travis would be like, did he make those words on purpose? And I'd know. And I'd mess up the words. And I'm like, he's just playing. He didn't know what he's doing. Like, because it scares me to think like, who's teaching him that? I'm not teaching him that. He's two. So when he was like two or three, I think he must've been three because we we had, I hadn't had Sam yet. I was pregnant with him. Oh no, he would have been two then because he didn't turn three until after Sam was born. And we had a big Judy clock that somebody had given me. And it's like that analog clock. Have I told you this story? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. So it's a big analog clock where you move the hands and then there's a little window. Some of them, there's a little window down at the bottom that tells you digitally what time it is as you move the hands. So it's a good little way to practice. So I could hear him talking to himself in the toy room with his back to me. I was in the hallway. And so I kind of quietly walk up behind him just to see what he's doing. He's playing with the Judy clock. Somebody had just given it to us. Like, they were done with it and they thought Jack might like it. <laughs> so I walk up behind him and I see that he, I can see like the edges of the Judy clock that he's playing with. And I hear him saying three forty five, four forty eight. He's like spinning the hands five fifty six, six seventeen. And I thought, Oh, he's, that's kind of smart of him. He, he's learned how to read the digital clock. And that's so good. That's a good little practice for him. You know, he's reading digitally as he moves the hands, what time he's putting in. And then I walk up even closer, the window's closed. So he can't see digitally what time it is. He is telling, and I watch him and he's doing it correctly. 739. And it is on 739. Wow. And I said, Jack. And he like jumps and I'm like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm nothing. I'm pl- I'm just playing. And I was like, where, where, where did you get that? And he was like, it's at my toy. It's my clock. And I was like, give me that. You're not supposed to be playing with that. And I ended up giving it away because I was scared that he knew how what? to play time. <laughs> Wait, Jane. I know. I'm telling you, if they don't make Why would you get mad at him and take his thing? I didn't get mad at him. I just was like, you know what? You need to go find something else to play with. And I kept it for a little while, but then I was too scared to give it back to him. So I gave it away. So now that's why I'm now on the, I really wish I hadn't done that. Mm-hmm. I, I wish we still had the Judy clock, but. You're going to get one today. Anyways, that's why I'm mom of the year. I think it's okay. Um, <laughs> that I'm scared of my child. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's okay, Jane. <laughs> what I was going to say, I think it's Okay. To like know as a parent your limits. You know what I mean? Right. And <clears throat> like nobody is good at everything all the time, period. Right. Um, and I think it's okay as parents to determine what you feel good about doing mm-hmm. and what you do well and where your kind of limits are and, you know, getting help where need be. I mean, it's, this is this is such a weird time because – 
you you don't homeschool your kids because you know that's not a great fit for you. Right. You know what I mean? It's just we don't have any options right now. So you're right. kind of backed in a corner. And then you add the stress of three kids all with different mm-hmm. curriculum. And we're still trying to podcast. And Travis is gone all the time. Mm-hmm. And giving you like directions to do if he gets coronavirus and dies. Right. I mean, it's, it's like, it's a lot, right. you know? Um, it, it's, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> and, right. and, and we've had this conversation before. Like I've told you the first time that I, I went from having Skylar to after Allison had Ava and I had Cade, Skylar and Ava in the bathtub and thought I was going to lose my mind mm-hmm. because I had never had three kids. That was my first time. I went from like Skylar, who was a very competent, like whatever, seven year old. And then all of a sudden I've got three kids trying not to drown them in the bathtub, like from zero to 60. And I remember feeling bad about myself for it. Like, wait, I always thought you'd be a good mom. Like you wanted four kids and you can't even handle three and you had them for 30 minutes. But But after I thought about it later, I'm like, well, and again, the next time I had them, I did great. And the, th- the, ne- the third time I had him, I was like a pro. So some of it was like, okay, you know what? If you did this every day, you would know. And also right. if you're a mom, you don't go from one kid to three kids. You right. generally would have one, then the second one, then the third one. And like you get your, you know, you work into it. You went from like nothing to everything. Um, But, but you do adapt. And mainly my point, my point in saying that is I think, also, if you really were homeschooling, A, under not under these circumstances, you would have the right curriculum. You would right. probably have friends who homeschooled and support. You know, they have mm-hmm. like the co-op like Emily and Daniel do with their yes. kids. And like you'd have worked on it all summer and get your head in the game and mm-hmm. you'd be wanting to do it. Yeah. This is not that. You know, right. it's like you are literally go from not homeschooling your kids to homeschooling all three of them with mm-hmm. no experience, no desire to do it, mm-hmm. none of the right tools, none of the right support, you know, so, right. and under added stress. So it's kind of like, it's no wonder it's hard on people, you know? Right. And, I mean, um, and we've talked about this too, is it's like, I don't know how the kids do. I mean, I don't know how the kids don't get, it's just hard not to be like distracted and mm-hmm. there's stuff going on in the house all the time. And, they all have different needs and time frames. I mean, it really is. It's a lot to manage. And every kids are sensitive. They feel the stress of everything. Yes. It's just a weird time. You know, it is. And really what you want to do is like stuff like do TikTok dances of Uma from the descendants <laughs> and mm-hmm. go jump on the trampoline. You know, that like mm-hmm. you almost don't feel like you can kind of mentally cope with a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. Um and at the same time, we're not supposed to be going places. So it's it's unfortunate that it then puts parents in positions too where they feel like you have to go get a clock. Right. You know, because you may not have the tools to do what you're supposed to do. So anyway, that's my two cents. I don't even know what yep. that for what that's worth. Not two cents. Um okay, so here's here's are we good with that? Can we roll on? Yes, let's roll Something. on from the coronavirus. Ugh, okay. Don't give it attention. It wants. Don't look at it. Don't make. Don't eye look at it. Don't. Don't even sneak up on it. We're right. gonna leave no, that right no. there. It's not even there. Ignore it. It'll go away. Um. So here's what happened. What's happened in the last couple of days? Um. It's. I mean, this is an old story. Boring old story. Song on repeat is 
we need to move out of this house. I have probably for maybe a year, right? Probably a year ago, I started sort of certainly since August when we started the podcast. I look on realtor.com. Well, it's been longer than that. It's probably been for two years off and on because that's when John got diagnosed with ALS was two and a half years ago. And then at two years ago, then March, like now, two years ago, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. And since all that, I've been stressed about this house. Yes. Or at least knowing it was coming. It was coming. Um. And Wait, so, remember, sorry, I'm not, remember how I told you, I guess it was yesterday, that I always just like repeat the last thing you said. Yes. Are you doing you that? Said it was coming. And I said, it was coming. Do you know, it's funny. I don't even, you say that you do that. I don't even notice it. I do. You know, on Sandlot, there's like the little boy. I can't remember what his name. It's like Timmy and Tommy or the brothers. Yeah. I only know this because my kids just watch Sandlot and they're obsessed with it. And the the younger brother just always repeats the last little bit of what the older brother says. That's and I feel cute. like that's who we are is Timmy. Oh, that's See, we're so cute. I'm the younger one, by the way. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Ever since John's been diagnosed with Parkinson's, keep going. Sorry, okay. I derailed because I just want to make sure you knew I was younger. Okay. Oh, okay. You know what? I had forgotten for a second. I know. That's why I, I wanted to let you know. It since like 30 minutes ago. I have. I feel like you texted me this morning too. So yeah, but thank you for keeping it really fresh and everyone's front of mind. Yeah. I, that's like the favorite. I think that's the favorite part of our dynamic with Is people. It? Is it? Mm-hmm. I think Funny. so. Like that and my singing. <laughs> well, that, I mean, who could not love that? <laughs> That's unforgettable <laughs> in every way. Okay. Wait, can I say something? Yes, always. That was our my, podcast. We can say whatever we want. It, we're the boss of us. That's right. Um, That song by Natalie Cole that she sang it with her dad. Mm-hmm. That was my wedding song with Ronnie. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I know. Wait, just wait. Um. <laughs> Oh, oh. Um, because my dad loves my dad loves that song and it's the daughter and it's Natalie and all the things and unforgettable. (laughs) Can I tell you? (laughs) Wait, that was your wedding song that you danced to with your dad or that you danced to? My dad. Sorry. Okay. 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 My dad at my wedding. (laughs) No, but wait, (laughs) wait, it's funny because then it was so unforgettable that my sister's wedding, she did that with dad. I love that. That was our song. And we all danced to the same song. You did? Daddy used to sing us um, (laughs) Good Night, Sweetheart. Yeah, I know. I knew this. I knew this. He used to sing us Good Night, Sweetheart. Well, it's time. So that that makes me want to cry. Here's the thing. I think that Allison <laughs> forgot that that was my song with dad. And sure I think my did. dad forgot that that was my song <laughs> with him. That's how unforgettable it was. And I just thought it was so ironic <laughs> that the song is called Unforgettable and everybody freaking forgot. <laughs> it was like, okay, that was our special song. Is your name Natalie? <laughs> Last time I checked, I didn't think it was. But, <laughs> but it was such a good song that they were like, yes. Really? That to, mm-hmm, yeah. That's what it was. It's... Okay. Um, okay. Technically, Jennifer got married first. So technically, she came up the, with the idea for doing Goodnight Sweetheart. But then we were all like, okay, we all want to dance to that. But did you talk uh, about it? Yeah. Before we did that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think you knew that mm-hmm. we were doing that. Okay. That's mm-hmm. all we're going to say about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. 
Okay. So what were we talking about, Jane, before you really um, interrupted to tell I'm sorry. I so rudely. I derailed us and we went on like seven rabbit trails. It was <laughs> a lot. But let's hit about John. Yes. Parkinson's. Okay. Parkinson's so, and you're looking for houses. Yes. And him being resistant and blah, blah, blah. So, but I've been looking for a really long time and the whole time, like, I did start look I, originally I was just looking in Richmond. Then when we started to talk about, you know, it really would probably be beneficial for me to be, for us to be together. And I know you ain't moving. Um, yeah, I ain't moving. All right. I don't sorry. know. If that's, it's okay. I knew that I've got something stuck in my throat. Sorry. Um, if you could just not do that, I think it's all the if, pollen. If you could not do that though, it's that would, I don't need to breathe or swallow. That's stupid. I'm sorry. If you I'm could not, not cause that just makes editing so much harder for me. I know. So if you could just <laughs> not be so selfish and get okay. pollen stuck in your throat. That's well, I'll work on it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So appear, I would periodically look, you know, like climb in bed at night and watch a movie and just like look on realtor.com. And Richmond and in Greenville. And and you didn't get like 70,000 texts and emails from Koi Beckler right, trying to or help you find houses. sending me house links. <clears throat> no, I did not. <clears throat> okay, so if I'd find one, we'd go see it. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the ones in Richmond, if we're here and we'd occasionally find them and John would agree to go see it, probably just so I'd stop talking about it. <laughs> um, But every one we ever went to see, it was kind of like, it just didn't feel right, right? You know, and and I in the back of my mind kept feeling like, okay, maybe it's not even the right thing. Maybe the timing's not right. We'll know when it's right. But it's been two and a half years of that, right? Also, <clears throat> sorry. At first, it was just looking at Richmond. You're then, so like selfish. I said, it's so <laughs> self-centered. I'm just a brat. Period. We know this. Princess. Hashtag princess. I feel a little loopy. Like you are loopy, a little bit loopy. Punchy. I'm a little punchy. You're punchy. Sorry. I love it when you're punchy. Okay. So <laughs> then we started kind of looking at, well, mostly I started looking at Greenville because of links that you and Koi sent. That's exactly right. It's the um ad nauseum. But we thank you. But also it is true. We are really good when we're together. And it is a lot easier to grow a business that we're in together, together, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and also we love being around each other and I could be there with all the sister cousins and Aunt Pam and Uncle Steve. Not that I, not that I, I mean, of course I love being here because of my sister and her mm-hmm. family and my parents and my bestie. And we've been here for 10 years, you know? Right. Um, but when I, if I really step back and I'm talking just about the business and the reality is it is now on me. You know, John can't work. He will never be able to work again. Right. Um, so really it's on me mm-hmm. and we've moved for his job before. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like, we need to move for my job. Right. Like the, I need this or I need this to work. And I feel like if I take all the emotional, all the, Everything out of it except for business. The smart move, if we are moving, is to get closer to you where we can do this right and do it better. Um, And expand it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We could have so much fun. fun. Um, Okay, so I've been, again, looking periodically. In the last little bit, I know some of this is redundant and boring, but, you know, far be it for us not to be redundant and boring. Um, 
John has had another decline. You know how it's been this whole time. It's like, he'll have a drop. Right. He'll kind of stabilize and he'll have a drop, you know? Right. And um, he's had another significant drop and is mm-hmm. acknowledging that, I mean, he can't get out of the sofa base. I mean, I have to right. help him. Jane, I just need to say something. Look at okay. my Botox is starting to wear off. And when I tell you something, mm-hmm. there we need to figure out how to get Botox in a pandemic. Wait, is there at-home Botox kits? I'll do Botox for you. <laughs> You'll do my Botox? I'll stab Let's you in the forehead. and see if we can't. Listen, I- I'm going to tell you what. We can I can do it live. We'll do it live. I'm going to tell you something. This Talking about the wheels coming off the bus, if I start getting that forehead wrinkle, I'm, I'm going to come unglued. Listen, that's how I was with my hair extensions. I know. I know I'm that. I'm not joking. No, I know. I get that. And for I'm me, so glad. This. I'm so, well, listen, listen to both of us. We both have our she happens hat. My she happens hat is now anytime I have to leave the house, the hat goes on okay. to cover my roots. But now I'm also good. it's covering my witch hazel hair. <laughs> what I like okay. to call it. And mine will be for my forehead. My forehead. It'll cover your forehead. You can even wear the visor. Jane, I don't like this. I know I don't like it either. I really don't. It's nobody it's, does. I know, I know. But it's it's, it's really it's, gets on my nerves. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, let's I'm not gonna keep talking about it. It's okay. but I'm an, <laughs> listen, it's looking for attention. Don't give it attention. I don't like it. Mm-mm. Okay. I'll kind of miss your forehead wrinkle. Let's just come throw that out there. Well, it's a nice reminder that you're younger for one thing. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's always just out there, visible and loud and proud. Okay. So here is what he is. I mean, every time he comes down the stairs, I think he's going to mm-hmm. fall. Like he can't almost stop himself. He loses his balance getting up. He loses his balance getting down. He can't get out of the sofa. He's having a harder time eating. Like it's not good. Right. Um, well, and he has fallen. Oh, yeah. Oh, he has fallen. I mean, he falls multiple times a week. Uh, yeah. I mean, but that's just in a, fact, that's a new normal. It's a new normal. And won't I try to intervene and can't. Mm-hmm. Um, also, about three or four days ago, you know, we got him walkers. We had a walker upstairs. And we had a walker downstairs. Mm-hmm. He got really bad before that back surgery. Mm-hmm. Got the back surgery and he's been better. And th- we haven't been using them mm-hmm. unless we, well, that's because we never go anywhere. If we go somewhere, it's in the car. I do, mm-hmm. he uses it when we go somewhere. Um, But we hadn't been using it in the house, but he just got it out like mm-hmm. a couple days ago. So, which I'm relieved because I keep saying, right. babe, do me get the walker? Do me get the walker? Because he's losing his balance and he's going to fall and he's going to break something or really get hurt. Mm-hmm. And we've got them. So I'm like, honey, you've got it. You well, know? and there's going to be a point where he falls. I know. Physically cannot I, get back up. I know. And I don't know that I can get him up, Jane. Exactly. Because that's what I, I mean. I He's a bit, he's big and tall. And if he loses the strength to be able to help you help him get back up. I, I won't be able to get him you up. You won't be able to do and it. I'll tell you a couple nights ago before I came to Greenville, which we haven't even talked about. You know, he's, we got him that our, our king size bed, 
yeah. is no longer there. We got rid of it and replaced it with the two twin things that like vibrate, heat, sit up, sit down. You know, they're basically like mm-hmm. medical beds, but I don't sleep in there now. Right. Um, so, but at night I get them like situated. Right. Um, and he has to do the breathing. You know, he sleeps in the mask thing and all of that thing. Right. And we do his medicine, whatever. But a couple nights ago, he was like, he called me in there and was like, Natty, I can't um, get up. I can't sit up more, get his pillow situated. And he was like, can I, can you pull me up more so that I can get the pillow right? So with both my hands, you have to hold his hands and I pull. And I mean, I was leaning back in my body weight. I had a really difficult time to the point where he was fine. Like, I don't think you can do it. And I'm strong. Right. I know I'm, I mean, I'm strong. You are. I know I am. And especially when I'm like, determined mm-hmm. and I wanted to be able to help him. And I was literally digging in and I was like, I can't get him up. Mm. And that was with him trying. Mm. So I was like, that was kind of, I think I, until then sort of thought, you know what, I'll be able to get him up. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I was like, he's on the bed and I can't get him up. Like if he's mm-hmm. on the floor, I'm going yeah. to call to get help. You'd have to call. Somebody. I'd have to call. I can't do it. Um, It's gotten to a point now both physically and mentally yep. that y'all need to move before Period. it gets any further. No, because it's just a matter of time. Right. So he finally it said it himself. Yeah. Maybe was that two weeks ago? Yeah. I feel like it was like two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> who knows? It's Blur's Day. It's Blur's Day. It's and Blur's it like- Day or Blur's Day. And who knows? I mean, when was that? I, mean, I don't no, know. I can tell you it was in 2020. Oh, I know what happened. <laughs> it was in 2020. He said, can we drive by this address? There's a one-story house. And I was mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. Are you looking <laughs> Are you thinking we should move? And then I was like, okay, well, then we're going to start looking. So basically what I was going to say is just a couple days ago. And so, so, so that has now really motivated me to start looking more right. actively. And he has too, because he was sending and you out. Right. So like all of a sudden now it's like, okay, he's going to be okay to move. Mm-hmm. And at this point, that's a very big relief mm-hmm. and inevitable. So I saw that house went up for sale mm-hmm. in Greenville. And it was like, checks all the boxes for the mm-hmm. most part. I mean, is it my dream house that I have the house, you know, the hashtag house in my head mm-hmm. No, but it is a lovely home mm-hmm. with a reasonable size yard and a master on the ground floor with a full bathroom mm-hmm. with room in the bathroom to like do a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. He can roll out to the deck and, you know, he could get out to the deck on the same level Mm-hmm. Then I can have a bedroom upstairs. Scott can have a bedroom upstairs. We could have a studio, whatever. So it it's three miles from Aunt Pam and Uncle Steve, which mm-hmm. is also where Koi's house is, is you know. Mm-hmm. It's 4.4 miles to your house. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. it's like 3.2 to the farm and 4.4 to your house. Yes. And y'all are the closest, but Emily and Jennifer are close too. Right. And um, And it just looked like really good. And, you know, I sent it to him and he was like, Natty, that house looks good. Yeah. 
maybe you should go see it. And that's when I even forwarded it to you. And I was like, Jane, I like this house. Should I go? Mm-hmm. Well, y'all go, you and Koi went and drove by it. And y'all were like, we kind of think it's great. Cause I was like the may, I bet the neighbor, it's not good or, you know, whatever. Right. And y'all were like, um, we kind of really love it. Mm-hmm. So that's when, okay. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to come, I'm going to drive down there and look at it. And then that same day, the price or like the, the price dropped by right. a couple thousand dollars. And John got a notification. I guess he had signed up for the notifications on it. And I was like, babe, I feel like I need to go. Like it's, if the price drops, that means anybody that might've been interested in it just got it also got an email mm-hmm. that it dropped. And I already feel like that's a little bit too good to be true. I feel like I should go down there and see it. Mm-hmm. So I called the realtor and she was like, okay, great. You know, I said, I've, I really would like to get into that house. I, I plan on leaving in the morning. Could you meet me there in the afternoon? She said, absolutely. In about 15 minutes, she called back and said, um, Natalie, I just talked to the realtor and there there is somebody interested in the house and they're putting in an offer today by the end mm-hmm. of the day. And I said, okay, what should I do? Does that mean it's a waste of a trip or does it mean I need to get in the car? And she was like, if I were you, I'd get in the car. Like we could still put in an offer if we go see it first thing in the morning. So I got in the car I was like doing a live at three. I think it was like two fifteen. I was making yeah. chicken and dumplings for the guys. I was like, okay, I'm going to finish chicken dumplings. And I did a story, you know, I can't do whatever. So I'm driving down there and she called and she was like, the offer that's on the realtor called me, I'm sorry, halfway to Greenville. And she said, um, the offer that, the offer, they did get the offer and it is good until 10 o'clock tomorrow, but they have to get back to the people by 10 o'clock tomorrow. So we should honestly go see it tonight. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So I just met her there. You met me there yep. at nine. Um, we, I really, I, I mean, it was pitch dark, but I think we all felt like I kept saying to you, is this great? I kind of feel like this is going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we I think we both could see like, okay, this would be it would work. And right. And if eventually I'm in the house by myself, I also think it would work. You know, it's not like too much for me to manage by myself. Right. Um, and so anyway, um, you know, I think we kind of decided we really liked it, decided to put it in offer and mm-hmm. did. Um, And then we were going to get the offer in like the next morning, first thing she was working at, we were going back and forth late kind of that night and we were going to get it in first thing in the morning. She texted and was like, Hey, they've gotten a second offer and we haven't even gotten yours, ours in yet. Right. Mm -hmm. So at that point, well, actually I couldn't sleep that night. Not, I'm sure not because I drank three Mountain Dews (laughs) driving down there. That wasn't it. Mm -hmm. Um, But if it were, I was awake so I had been looking and it right. didn't have to do with the show that I oh, it wasn't for you to the watch freaking scary psycho haunted baby dolls coming to life while I was sleeping in a room full <laughs> of the creepiest baby dolls on the planet, all staring at me <laughs> and moving and talking through the baby monitor. I can't Jane, <laughs> for the love. I freaking love it though. I know it's so I good. really do. But you know, I can only manage like one episode at a time. It's a lot. Like usually, like if I, when, when Skylar and I've like watched Ozark, like I love Ozark. Mm-hmm. I could, we could watch, he and I'd sit there and watch two or three episodes. Sure. This one, I'm seriously like, 
you know what? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to shut her down. I'm going to watch The Office till I fall asleep because I cannot process that, you know, every episode has one of those big, like, it's already a lot. And then right at the end, there's something that you're just like, you can't be serious. So it's, it's like, I literally can't process. There's something I can't get out of my head from it. And it's in episode six. So I'm so, so, so excited for you to get to episode okay, six. I'm excited. And one of my sweet followers, Linda, she messaged me earlier today and she was like, please let me know when you survive episode eight. So I'm oh, excited. Now I've got to go back and read up. I know. I can't remember. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that's called, that's that show Servant on Apple TV, which I guess it's usually on Apple TV plus, but it's free right now. Probably mm-hmm. the pandemic. Okay. Yep. What was I just talking about? Oh, I couldn't go into the house. You so didn't sleep. I got online um, and looked up a few other properties. Cause at this point I was feeling a little bit like, okay, we don't have our house listed. Like, I don't know what kind of offer these other people are doing. This was when we only thought there was one offer, but I was not, I thought there was a good, you know, I was thinking there's a good chance we won't get the house, but we need to frame move. So while I'm down here, I'm going to look at some other ones. So I had found about six other houses to look at. Um, so when she texted me in the morning to say, there's a second offer, you'll be the third. I was like, you know what, Janie? Um, and also we had given her everything she needed. So it was just going to be like a waiting game. So I was like, let's go, let's just go drive by these other ones. So Jane and I actually did a kind of incredible job. We saw a lot of houses and all of them kind of good candidates. Right. We didn't go in all of them, but no, 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 we didn't go in. Well, we we drove past eight, maybe. I feel like we drove past more than that. We drove past that. We drove past a bunch, but we only went in, but we kind of narrowed it down to like our top four. We narrowed it down to four and we texted the addresses to the realtor and she said two of those have gotten contracts already. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how fast I think it happened. I think, um, I think people are taking advantage of the low mortgage rates. Yes. Um, is all I can figure. Yes. Because any of my friends that are realtors right now are like, okay, it's going, it's so busy right now. Um, I don't know how long that'll last, but I mean, she was like, okay, two of the four that you really liked are gone. Right. Um, so I said, okay, well, let's go look at the other two. Um, and we did, those are the two we went in. And they were empty. All the houses we were looking at were yeah, empty. Yeah, all of them were empty. And we did the masks and the the shoe things and the gloves and yes, sprayed things down and kept our distance. But really I got some, I got some slack on Instagram from people, a few people about me being irresponsible by moving around, but this was not like a fluffy shopping for a beach house trip. This is like, I I don't have time anymore. And like, what am I going to wait till the pandemic's over? For John will like, be in six months. It, it's not. It's not okay. I mean, I, it's yeah. not an option. This wasn't me being frivolous, trying to stay home. I mean, to break the quarantine, I've taken it very seriously, mm-hmm. and so it's not that this was actually like pretty friggin' urgent. Yeah. It is actually when they say it's a medical thing. This is exactly that's what so I was. I don't say. even it really is. like, and I hope I explain that to the people that gave me gave me heck about it. Um, so anyway, we went into the two other houses that I really thought would be good. And mostly what happened 
as we kept looking at houses, the more I kind of realized that I still really liked that other house. Right. But I was just trying to kind of be neutral about it because you can't, you know, it's, you can't let yourself get too jerked around by real estate stuff because there's no telling. Um, and by the time we actually went in the other two that I really thought had a lot of promise, I think we both felt like, you know what? I don't think it's great. And then she texted. Well, no, before we went to see those two, we texted her. We'd like to see these four. She wrote back two of them just sold. And also your contract, if you guys want the house, you've got the house. So then I was like, well, crap, let's go see these other two. Because mm-hmm. now I feel like we should. And then we'll make a decision. And so we did. And um, after going to see those other two, I really felt even stronger about the first house. Right. Like it felt that much better about the first house. So we said, okay, let's get the house. Yep. And we got the house. Um, so anyway, I, so we have to sell our house. So now the next – I've got to get really focused on moving, packing, and also just like my, the downstairs is okay, but like upstairs, I've got stuff on the landing. I've got crap in the guest room. Like our bedroom's kind of a mess because it's got a lot of John's equipment stuff and everything. So right. I've got a fair amount I need to do upstairs and it feels pretty dang overwhelming. Um. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've said it before, but since all this started, just the uncertainty of everything is has been overwhelming for yes. me. Just feeling like I don't know. I like to know what it looks like mm-hmm. or what it's going to kind of look like. And just the not knowing has been really hard. Yes. And they say with Parkinson's disease, every, every patient's as unique as their fingerprint. And I'm like, if one more person says that to me, I will knock your effing teeth out. Like, stop. <laughs> It's, right. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, okay, it's easy for you to say whatever that coined phrase is when you talk about Parkinson's disease, but this is our life. Right. And right. I need to know what I'm dealing with. When am I, yeah. when, when, how, yeah. why? <laughs> Give me some idea of what, when, you know? Um, yes. And I mean, people de- decline can vary from like what somebody might decline in a year is what somebody might decline in 15 years. So it's not even like it's close, you know, um, for us, it's been a very quick decline, Mm -hmm. um, for in, even in terms of Parkinson's stuff. Um, so I don't know what my point is, except since all this happened, when I get caught up in the crazy of the uncertainty and the frustration of not knowing what to do short term or long term. I really just tried to say, all right, God, I mean, this, I, you know, how I make deals with God sometimes. And I don't have, I'm not saying I have the healthiest relationship with God. Okay. I, it's my fault. <laughs> it's my own dysfunction. I'm sure it's not how it's supposed to work for other people, but he, sometimes we have some, you know, conversations where I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to do my part. Mm-hmm. It'd be super great if you could meet me halfway mm-hmm. or even a third or at all. <laughs> Cause I feel like you're, I feel like I'm 
not <laughs> feel a little bit alone in this. I'm not mm-hmm. seeing this all the time. This has been just some times in my life. Sure. And like, okay, I'm, I just want you to know I'm going to keep on keeping on under the assumption that you're going to let me know. Yeah. And I'm just going to try and be open to that. But also, it'd be great if you'd let me know. And mm-hmm. I'm, I, I know that I'm, I'm not trying to rush you. I just need you to know that I know <laughs> that you need to know that it's on you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how else to say it. Where I'm like, okay, look, I'm a, my part is stay sober. Yes. Try to do the next right thing. Try to be open to what he's telling me, but he's got to remember, he's got to tell me. Right. Because let a hoe know. I'm, right. I'm trying hard, but I need to remind you that the ball's in your court. Let me know. <laughs> I'm going to just keep trying to do the right thing. Okay. <laughs> um, that's hard though. It's hard to rest on his timing. It's hard to rest on his timing. And when you're talking about really big stuff, like my husband, is right. he, like how long do I have with him? Literally. I mean, just like, mm-hmm. how long can he walk? Right. When do we move? And where am I going? What am I going to do for work if I got to take care of this family? Um, so it's not like small things, you know, it's mm-hmm. like feels very big and it feels yes. like it all falls on me. And I feel like I'm not equipped for those big things. Mm -hmm. Um, But sort of like the thing with parenting where I've been like, you know what? Same conversation I've had with God. You're going to let me know. Mm -hmm. Like the way I'm, my kind of moral compass is that feeling that I get in my gut that I feel like is God's way of saying, I'm not going to really tell you. You don't need to know why, but you don't feel good about that for a reason. And that's the way I feel like God helped me be a mom right? or you you're okay with it because I'm okay with it. Um, so I've been kind of like, I, whenever you're ready, but it'd be nice to know. So it was like, he all of a sudden said, go I, now, go, go, go. They're about to sell your freaking house woman. <laughs> That's how I felt. So I was like, mother of Pearl, because I've still been like, do I stay here? And I've tried, like, if we stayed here, I want to live closer to my best friend and my my mom. They live right. over by the church. They live close to each other. I want to be able to be close to them. Yes. Um, so, and I've, or close to Allison or close to, you know, like their parts. And I've looked and looked and there's not been anything. Right. Not anything I can afford now, you know, um, mm-hmm. or that is right for us. Right. And so I kept feeling like, you know what? I'll just keep kind of looking and be open. And when it comes and this house was like this sign where I was sort of like, you know what, if God, and I didn't feel stressed about it. Cause I just kind of felt like, like it, listen, <laughs> it's on you. That's right. I'm going to show up and go see it. But like, if it doesn't work out, that's how we're directed, you know? Well, and like, unlike the times when I've had to look at houses where it's like, okay, this would be nice to have, but these are the things we really need, you know? But even those I can kind of compromise on. Y'all have very, very specific kind of unique needs that a a good 75% of houses will not fit those needs, period. And plus you have to find one that fits those needs within your price range, within the location you're looking for. Yeah, it's it narrows the field a lot. So the fact that you found one with... close well and because 
it's going to be me responsible for it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I mean, usually John's like, um, babe, that's not our birth range. Just so you know, that house is gorgeous. Yes. You would be really cute coming down the gone with the wind staircase. <laughs> um, but and I'm not trying to discredit that, but that house is not in our price range. Okay? Right. That is not the house that we are buying this round. Um, but this time around, I think just feeling like it's on me and there's already so much. I just don't want to set myself up. Like I would much rather be able to put more, you know, get ahead and save a little bit or whatever, yes. but not like not being house poor. I've never been so scared of that. So I'm like, I mean, he'd even be like, baby, you can look at higher. I'm like, I know, but I don't want to. Yes. I do not want to get in to where I'm feel over my head. Yes. And 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 I don't know. I mean, this this I I want this, this I need a house that's gonna work well for this chapter. Yes. Um, and I don't want I want to be able to feel secure in it and take, you want to take stress away. The goal is eliminating stress and not adding stress, you know, Um, and solving some of the problems that we kind of currently have in our living situation. Anyway, so it all feels, I mean, sort of was, I mean, I literally called, told my sister, she didn't even know I was really even, I mean, you know, it's like been, we've kind of been looking for two and a half years. Sure. But, and um, I really, I call, like I texted my Sarah and I texted mm-hmm. Allison literally when I was like in, getting in the car mm-hmm. um, to drive down there. And then I bought the house. So, it, I mean, it, <laughs> it, it wasn't like it was necessarily planned, but I just feel like it was the right thing. And then everything fell together. And then even the realtor was like, I can't believe you got the house. Cause I, and I even said to her, I can't believe we got, are you sure? Like, I can't believe we got the house. And she was like, I can't believe you got the house. She's like, it's crazy. But that again, it makes you just feel like, okay, well then God just managed to be, and then everything went smoothly with all the everything. Um, right. And so anyway, um, Anyway, that it's crazy. It is crazy. It's it's um and because even though it's like it hasn't it's been a, sort of a long time coming, it feels like all of a sudden. It does. You know I mean, it feels and, like you were waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Go. Go now. Go. Yeah. Go. And, and like, it was funny minute, because la- it was either, not last night, I guess the night before, she the realtor didn't text until kind of later that we actually got the house. And you and I were in the kitchen and I was like, "Jane, we got the house." And you're like, okay, yay. And I'm like, I know. Then I burst into tears. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jane comes in and like snuggles up. Was she being she was so and like loving on me? And she was like, you didn't get the house. And I was like, no, I did. No, I did get the house. And she was like, but I thought you wanted the house. I'm like, I do want the house. And she's like, okay, why are you crying, Andy? And I'm like, because I got the house. She, was like, <laughs> she looks at Jane like, wait, I don't think I understand. Then poor Travis walks in. Oh, yeah. And he was like, that. hey, I'm like ugly crying. <laughs> and and he walks in. And she's like, hey. And we're like, hey. I got the house. You, you didn't like, get the house. You got the house. I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna sit down. I don't understand. <laughs> Mary Jane's like just shaking her head, like, 
She's don't like, ask me, me too, honey. I don't, don't ask, ask me. me. Listen, I've been here with them all day. <laughs> um. So anyway, because and then I said to you, I'm like, wait, but I just start going through things like, but what about Publix? What's Publix going to do without me? And we have Publix. I know, but it's not this Publix. It took me so long. And then I'm like, wait, where am I going to go to exercise? So I called Koi. I'm like, help. <laughs> I can't go to Solid Court. Where are we going to go? I don't know. And where, she like, like sent you the link to the gym. And the why, and the, yeah. Like the schedules of the classes. But it is. I think it that it took that to, like all of a sudden I was like, wait, I'm moving. It's not like we're buying a house and I'm having this house too here. Like mm-hmm. this will be the new our new life. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, big deal. Leaving our church, I love my neighbors. Leaving our neighbors, leaving my bestie that I almost can't talk about yet. <laughs> um, leaving my parents, leaving my sister. Mm-hmm. Even Lee and um, so it's hard being new, you know. It I is. um, but I've got I know I've got y'all, and I and and again I go back to the thing where it's like I asked for a direction and we got it, and so then we just can have faith that it's going to work, and it's going to be so good for us to be together. It's not mm-hmm. even funny, and it's an ex- it's just going to be an exciting new chapter, a fresh start. It's going to be good. And we're going to bring all y'all along. Everybody coming. Everybody come with. Okay. Guess what? What? We're supposed to give advice. Okay. Chic advice. And we've talked for. Love you a long time. Love you a long time. All right. Let's just do one today. Okay. I've got one. Make it good. It's going to be a real good one. (laughs) Okay. So this is our end of segment. Chic advice. And these are real live things that y'all have sent in. And if you want, we, we are having lots of fun with the advice things. We, yeah. we, we love to hear ourselves talk, honey. <laughs> the funnier and like more crazy, the, or it doesn't even have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be like, a don't big deal. worry that like you're the only one or like, we don't that's mind the being weird or whatever. Yes. That's, that's what, that's the stuff that people are afraid to ask that we probably yeah. most need to talk about. So if you have something you'd like, us to go over, you'll you just email Jane at Jane at Natalie com. Yep. And, and it will be totally anonymous. Nobody will hear your name. Anonymous. We will, your mother-in-law will not know that she's the one. Right. Okay. What you got? Okay. Hold on. Let me move the table. Okay. Here's our question for today. Okay. Question of the day. Blur's day. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go. <laughs> I'm not a traditional bra size. You're in good company. Mm-hmm. I said that to the person who asked the question. That, okay. that wasn't written in the email. Okay, thank you. And have to order them. Also good company. <laughs> what are your fav- favorite brands for non-traditional sizes? Also, what are your favorite budget-friendly friendly brands for bras? So I guess maybe if we have two different. Sincerely, as if having boobs wasn't enough. <laughs> I love it. Okay, here's the deal. Here we go. You have We're, to talk about your bra with the switch out straps. The snap it. What's it called? <laughs> snitch it, snap it, snitch it, <laughs> switch it, <laughs> snap it, slap it. Oh, gosh. I can't think of it. Everybody knows. I um. You talk about them all the time. Strap it. Strap on. Strap it. Oh! Yes. It's not yes. Strap it. Okay. Sorry. Strap it. Um. 
which you can switch out the things, but also they're kind of like those sleeping bras. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it is, I have literally not put on a normal bra since we've been in quarantine. So I haven't tried so those bras. And I love that the straps are so cute. Oh, the straps are so cute. I'm and, real jealous of that. I mean, I don't have, my boobs are not aggressive boobs like yours. They're just, I, they're not. Yours are very excited about being here and showing up and just. I ha- listen, I have to keep them under, they, it's like having a fourth child. It's like having a fifth, fourth and fifth child. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine are not so much. So I don't need as much support mm-hmm. so these bras it's not like they're underwear they're more almost like a sports bra but they i they're really comfortable and give really good support i'm gonna have to look up i've told y'all this that a couple years ago for the first time i went to the nordstrom here in richmond yes and there is a woman that's like i think from like western europe very strong sort of slovakian type accent mm-hmm. pretty much sexually assaulted me I mean, uh, that's how it feels. Like I was, I, I took in a couple of bras. How's it going? You know? And I'm like, well, I'm not really sure. I, I can't really tell. And she was like, these are not the right size. And I'm like, yeah, they are. This is my size. She's like, uh, no. And I'm some weird size. Like, I mean, I was getting like 38 C. She was like, uh, you're a 34 double G or something weird. And my boobs aren't like that big. So I didn't even understand it, but she brought back a couple bras and what that apparently is my size. Then my, it was better than a boob job. Mm -hmm. I mean the lift and the support and like my boobs looked great. I'm not kidding. The next time I saw my mom, she was like, um, do you get a new bra? (laughs) <laughs> she was like, you look great. I mean, like John noticed, my mom noticed, like it was a noticeable difference. I've never had that happen in my life with a bra. Mm-hmm. And so just, it was kind of mind blowing mm-hmm. Um, that like, oh, okay. First of all, I was not just wearing the wrong size. I was wearing the really wrong size. Yes. And then what a difference it made. Well, I, my advice as somebody with, um, Big boobs. Let's just say it. Yeah. Well, I I wanted to think of a creative way to say it. We have. We've called them all kinds of things. So (laughs) let's just be straight up with it. Big boobs. And it is hard. And I've been all kinds of sizes like around. So now I'm probably the biggest around. My cup size usually isn't affected by the weight that I put on and off. It's they they've always been big. It's just the way, you know. God made me. They've always been loud and proud and aggressive. Um, I feel like they're more camouflaged now that I'm bigger because everything's bigger. Um, and they, it's not like they grew because of it. You know what I mean? The right. thing that affected my bra size was having a baby. And it was like after every baby, I grew another cup size and it didn't really, I mean, I grew several cup sizes, but then it would go down and I would be like a cup size bigger. Um, so I'm bigger than when I was before I had kids, but. Uh, you know, even when I lost the weight after having my kids, my anyways, so all that to say, I've been all ranges of like, you know, big cups, smaller around. Now I'm bigger around, you know, like the strap size, um, and still have big cups. And the, the biggest thing that I struggle with, and I just found this out, the thing in between 
your boobs is called the gore that's supposed to sit against your yeah like, you told me that before chest bone or whatever that's called right there In between the cups yeah that's supposed to sit wait, wait is that a piece of the bra is called the gore yeah the piece okay, the, okay. that part of the bra is called okay, the gore okay. g-o-r-e um that that bone is like your chest bone it's supposed to sit flat against your chest bone M- my bras don't i don't they haven't done that in a long time. When I was in high school and before I got married, my mom, she would take me to be sized. She took me to this place in Atlanta. She would take me nice places. I got really nice bras. They worked great. Then Travis and I got married. We had no money. I wore the bras that I had until they were worn out. And then it was like I needed new bras, particularly after I got pregnant with Jack. And then my old bras didn't fit, even if they did, you know, I, Actually, that was the big thing. My old bras didn't fit. They still were fine because they were expensive. And I really was paying for what I got. Um, but when I went to replace them, I, we couldn't afford to replace them. Like, uh, Travis was like, we can't spend. Like, you have really got, we just can't spend that uh, when money. When you say expensive, how much? Okay, well, I will buy a range of bra sizes. Um, th- the ones that always work the best for me cheapest like I might be able to find them on sale for like $85-90 but they're usually more like 120 okay so expect I mean they're expensive and that is like is there a brand that you prefer for those um okay so I have not been okay let me yes there is but I went back to just wearing cheaper bras and that was fine because that was the time of life we were in and whatever. And I, I don't think Travis really saw the value in it, but it was like, I was replacing bras every year because I would wear them out quickly. You know, right. the fabric would start fraying or, you know, coming like the snaps would come off or whatever, not snaps, the little hooks. Sure. Like a lot of things. And it was just like, gosh, these are not like my old bras that were just, just worked wonders. Okay. So I would have to go back and look at some of the brands. Sure. But when we were making some money and I told Travis, I would really just like to go and get really nice bras. I didn't go back to the same place we went to in Atlanta always that I found great bras and I really loved them. Um, But I did go to a department store like Nordstrom or Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember where I may have gone to Nordstrom. But I mean, usually if you have a nice department store in your town and you go to their, you know, women's intimate section and mm-hmm. ask to be sized, do not go to Victoria's Secret. Do not, I mean, those little like chain brands, you, you are not going to get the support and the quality that is so worth it as if you go to like a department store that carries these nice they have American made bras, but they have European made bras, which fit so and, well. And, I, and truthfully, okay, here, while you've been talking, I, <laughs> what? Sorry. While you've been talking <laughs> the entire time. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I know that day I went in and bought them with her, the lady, mm-hmm. but then as those were, I got 
I think I got two when I first went in. And then when it, they started to wear out, I just would go on Nordstrom and order them and keep them. I mean, exactly. I, I saved in my phone what she got. So just know while you were talking, I just looked in. I wanted to sign into Nordstrom because I can't, I couldn't remember the brand. Yes. And I just found it. But what I was going to say too is, um, like, I have never been able to find a, like a sexy lingerie bra. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not going to be the one that I wear every day. Exactly. It's usually like the cuter it is, the more likely you see it under your t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like if it's got lace or whatever, or it's itchy or like the ones I, the one, the one that I love is a nude. Mm-hmm. And I, I almost, I, I don't ever even wear a black bra. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. um, like, I, I just always like that. I think nude even looks better under a white t-shirt. I feel like nude shows up less than a white and it's it's not like it's an ugly bra, but is it, this is not this is not a bra that you will see on um, HBO late night, right? Showtime <laughs> after dark. <laughs> there will you will not see this in the sexy movie scenes, it's right? Just like a basic nude bra, you know. I mean, it's not like grandmotherly, but it's not. Of course, my boobs look good in it, so that's mm-hmm. kind of cute. That part is cute. Um. Okay, so this one that I get, it's by Wacol. Yep, I like you know that. that? W A C O A L, mm-hmm. and this one's called the Ultimate Side Smoother Underwire T-shirt Bra. Mm-hmm. And I love T-shirt bras. What does that really mean? Smooth. I don't know that they're smooth, smooth cups. Okay, yeah, well, I, I don't the like are smooth. The not smooth cups that mm-hmm. I don't like that look. Um. So this was a 34G. That's what mm-hmm. my size was. Did I, I guess that, didn't I? Yeah, I think like so. Which, I mean, I'm not like, gee, I've never even heard, like, I, I, I mean, I assume it gets, goes up as it gets bigger. Mm-hmm. Does that mean it's bigger than a double D? My boobs aren't that big. Yes. But like, if you went into Victoria's Secrets, they would probably say you were a double D. If I walked into oh. Victoria's Secrets, they would say, sorry. Thanks, but here's some underwear, but no bras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember the last time I bought anything from Victoria's Secret. Are they yeah. still open? Yeah. Are they still oh, yeah. Tammies? Do we need to go? Yeah, they're still open. Okay. But see, I like hanky panky underwear. That's all I ever want to wear. Hanky panky. Is that X? Are you talking about? Is it X rated? Are you? Ta- is that a brand? It's a brand. <laughs> oh, because hanky panky also is like the horizontal tango, right? I mean, yeah, it is. Okay. But it's it's pretty underwear that is so comfortable and it's meant for anybody of any size. Um, Do you wear thongs? Yep. Ugh, I just don't like them. But they I'd have, rather they not have, wear undies. They have not thongs too. Oh, okay. Thong, they thong, have any kind thong, of underwear. Thong, thong. Okay. Are they expensive? They're more expensive than like, you know, going to Target and buying underwear. Okay. Well, that's where I get mine wear. <laughs> but they're really comfortable. It's literally, if you okay. opened my underwear drawer, all I have in there is hanky panky underwear. Well, I'm going through your underwear drawer the next time. I'm all about hanky panky and underwear drawers. If you think I'm not going through your underwear, <laughs> I wish I had known because I would have sure enough gone. In. Are they lacy or are they not they're, lacy? They're lacy, but so you wouldn't think they were lacy. Okay, they I'm don't get feel me like uncomfortable. I'm telling you, they were on like Oprah's favorites list. These are the only underwear you will ever want to wear. Okay. This is magic. And, and 
you can like get them personalized. So like I remember for um somebody's um like lingerie shower, I got them a little white thong and then blue on the back it said I do. And that was her something blue. It in rhymes like in little crystals. It's like I do. Wait. (laughs) I'm I'm about to do it. I'm an I do. I'm an I do the website. I can't wait. Wait, but Jane, I have to ask you something. Yeah. There was we started talking about hanky panky and panties and all the veins and rhinestones blinging up on your butt. But what we were supposed to answer is the bra thing. And didn't you get bras from that third love or one of those companies that mails you stuff? I did get bras from third love. Did you like them? I did like them. I liked them a lot. I thought you liked them a lot. I did like them a lot. This is one thing. Well, it's not that I I mean, it's the bra that I wear every day. Oh, one thing with being bigger, in the chesticle reason. <laughs> <laughs> the chesticle? That, is that is that a male part or a female it's part? A female part. Chesticle. I don't know. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to find bras that are supportive, but also sometimes you need a lower cut bra. And it's not because I mean I I don't wear these like super revealing tops or anything, but sometimes if you're wanting to wear a scoop neck or a V neck, the bra that supports you the most, that gore part comes up so high that you show your cleavage off. <laughs> well, you and just... your chesticle is squandered. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get out of tickets wearing that kind listen, of bra. <laughs> let's listen. That's, I mean, think how much money that you want to talk about natty economics. Well, listen, they have a good, I don't, I don't know that they call it a plunge bra, but that that's what it is. It's a V-neck plunge bra that does feel nice and supportive. It's not necessarily an everyday bra, but it's one that if you're wearing a shirt, that's not like up to your collarbone, that's probably the bra you're going to pick. It's a cleavage. It's a cleavage bra. So that's third love. <laughs> I do recommend third love. They I have love on- cleavage. Don't you love cleavage? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay, go ahead. They have online sizing that, that did really great. That it solved the problem when I bought it. It solved the problem of my bras are, aren't fitting in between. Like mm-hmm. I need something where that part of the bra really sits up against my chest. Bone. I don't know if I've ever had a bra that sits up against my chest. It's bone. supposed to. And actually feels so good when it does. I promise you. Okay. Um, and so then. Look um, how much we learn. I know. We learn. Yeah. We are learning so much. But the strap slip. And so I think that. Do you mean slip like let out my shoulder or they fall off to this? Oh, I can't deal with that. And, and what needs to happen is they need to be tightened, but that slips. So they loosen. Yes. This way and that way. Uh huh. uh -uh. So that's kind, that's kind of really an over shoulder boulder holder. If it's right. I have other bra brands that I like that I've ordered and they're like stuff that you would find in a, um, department store, but I have a website that I like to use. I haven't bought bras in a long time, but I, I actually, that is something I need to do. And it's bare necessities, B-A-R-E necessities. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. I hope they talk about chesticles. That's all I'm going to say. They don't. But bare necessities also sells hanky panky underwear. 
What? But I don't think you can get the like customized one. I think you have to I go to pankypanky.com. Maybe they'll straight. do a golden hashtag on your Oh, Lord. <laughs> Guess what I'm doing? Listen, you thought I was going to pack up this house <laughs> and get it ready for the realtor. I'm about to customize me some undies. <laughs> I'm going to get me some so, pumpkin panties. <laughs> so, um, Bare necessities. necessities has, I need to go back and look at like my regular brands that I really like. The thing that I need to do is I need to go to a department store. I need to get resized. And then I like to order them off Bare Necessities because they run sales all the time. Okay. No, wait. We're Tell doing me. that together. Okay. Let's do it. But see, you're never going to come back to Richmond. I'll be there before you'd come here. But we have a good department store here to go get sized. I know, but I was going to tell you something. Oh, a couple followers from Richmond. I've we've talked about this before, but it's been a long time that there's that the boob whisperer here. Oh well, there I, might be what? a boob whisperer here. Wait, Can just you find, wait. If you're in Greenville, yes, or s- somewhere relatively close to Greenville, and you know of a boob whisperer, we will go there. Please let us know, and we will go there. Yes, get our boobs whispered. Two, two, or about uh, about both. Hopefully. Okay, but I do remember the bra that I always, always, always is my go-to bra for like a more of a plunge bra is Freya is the brand. How do you spell it? F-R-E-Y-A. Freya. F-R-E-Y-A. And and what was mine called? Wacola? What do I call it? Wacol. Oh, yeah. W-A-C-O-A-L. Yep. Yeah. And I, it's like their plunge t-shirt bra or something like that. They have like lacy ones and all that. I get the nude plunge t-shirt bra and I I just need to be resized. It's what I need. I need to go back. I need to well, be resized. Do that. I would love Please, to. Please, if anybody knows anybody, anywhere to recommend in Greenville or surrounding areas, let's go do that. Well, I know of a good place in Atlanta. Intimacy in Atlanta. Oh, but you have to like make an appointment. It's like, oh, listen, I, listen, after I order my hashtag underwear, I will make us an appointment at the boob whisper in Atlanta <laughs> intimacy. Oh, we can't. There's a freaking pandemic. I know. Oh, but listen, stupid. listen I'm over this pandemic crap. Boob health should be essential. Listen, if that anybody, is let me tell you something. If anybody understands it, President Trump, <laughs> <laughs> any man does. Anyway, listen, I feel like men will bend over backwards for the breastesses, the chesticle area. The chesticle area. Okay, so Um, that's our best advice. I'll send you my, um, I can't remember what the like just regular everyday one that I love, love, love is, but I will send that because I've liked the third love bras. Send them to me and then I'll put them in a story so people can get to them. I'm not going to say I don't like the third love bras because I do. I I think what I just really, really like is going and getting sized by somebody who really actually knows what they're doing and then going online and buying the bras for cheaper. That's what we need to do. That's you may. I may feel if we go. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that. I'm going to feel bad to, I want somebody to get a sales commission if they help us. But. Oh, well, you know what? I'll buy bras from them. But okay. But then, then we might I'll get go put that size in online. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, that we are so good at the advice part. I can't even get over it. Listen. Oh. Um, okay. So we ran, <laughs> we ran over just a little bit. Just a tad. Um, so we are sorry that this episode was late. That is 
we do not want to make a habit of that. We are also, this part of the reason of us getting in the same town where we have a very set schedule where we can mm-hmm. podcast together and this won't happen. Um, hopefully ever again. Um, okay. So we do, you guys probably already know, this is our free weekly podcast. Um, we also have five episodes a month that come out on Patreon. To if which you just can't get enough. If you can't get enough. Can't just can't get enough. I mean, listen, we get even more detailed about chesticles and stuff. Listen, you don't even know. <laughs> it is real good. <laughs> just kind of kidding. Um, but it is tend to be more intimate, personal things that we share on there that we probably would say we probably shouldn't talk about this, but we do anyway. <laughs> we do anyway. But that's five episodes a month. It's $7.99 a month. Um for a subscription. And, um, also if you don't already follow on Instagram, it's at Natalie Riddell, mm-hmm. um, on Instagram for, and that's really our most current active sort of place mm-hmm. to get information on all the things all the time for lives and IGTV and all the other things, mm-hmm. bras and everything else, everything, everything. And we might go bra shopping live. So stay tuned. Oh, that would be fun. I know. Maybe not live, but we put it in your stories. Probably. Yeah, well, sure enough. Okay. Um, also, our website is www.natalieradell.com. Mm-hmm. It's and the chic shops on there. The chic shops there. Playlists are there. Um, we also have our sobriety clocks. If you're in recovery, just shoot me an email at natalie at natalieradell.com, and we'll get you a sobriety clock up there to count your days and celebrate your recovery because we are really proud of you for that. Um, absolutely okay so keep keep our keep the advice questions coming to jane at natalieradell.com for some chic advice and the reviews are magical from we need to read reviews again we yeah we need to read reviews again thank we you love for the them five stars and when and if it's not five stars i literally sit in the bed <laughs> and cry <laughs> jane will Jane, we don't often get them. We don't, but if we get them, I cry for like three days. It hurts my feelings real bad, and I never cry. And so, if you if you don't have a five star review to leave, that's fine. One, thank you. Make one up. (laughs) Just make it up. (laughs) Oh, but also, if you, we love the five stars, but we also love the reviews. We read the feedback, but and if you are on Instagram, please put your Instagram name with your review so we can um tag you and thank you and all the good things so we're so good at this quarantine pandemic thing y'all we're making it we're doing this we're doing it together and doing it and doing it and doing it well sister cousins together forever love you like a sis together Um, forever that's from elmo's i'm gonna assume it's not anything i know about Mm because i've never heard it but speaking of aggressive boobs that was Sorry, I don't have a bra. I don't think Elmo would have done that. Listen, I'm pretty sure Elmo was. They're monsters. Uh oh. (laughs) God. Okay, listen. When she happens this week, y'all remember, we got this. 